friends, welcome to the Life with the Sweaty Saints podcast, where our mission is to help one another and to make a prayer of our own lives. You will hear stories of our lives and those who are a part of our community. By sharing personal testimonies, we hope to bring hope, peace, and love to your day. Holy Spirit, please guide our conversation today. We pray that you bring us wisdom that may be helpful and fruitful for each other. Amen. And without further ado, here is Adisa. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for another day of sunshine, another Mm -hmm. day of life, and another opportunity to bring greater glory to your name. God, I just ask you to be present in in our hearts and our words that you may truly speak through us. For without you, we are but rambling, clonging noise. But with you, with your Holy Spirit, we can speak truth and, and hope to inspire others to become closer to you. Ask you to continue to be present in our Lenten journey and to really bless all those who are listening and who have been following our journey with Sweaty Saints. We continue to bless them and inspire them to stand strong and to persevere through all the seasons of life. Our Lady, we ask your intercession as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Today today we're talking about a few things, specifically uh, Lent. Let's reflect a little bit on on how our Lent's been going, Mm -hmm. amongst other things. So how... How has your journey been thus far, Adisa? Well, it it has been different. <laughs> and Why? Over, I guess for those who don't know, I am now 33 weeks pregnant. Yay! <laughs> Which is super exciting. The pregnancy has been such a blessing and I've been feeling really well. So no complaints there for sure. Um but I, I have found myself more forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, I chose a lot of little things in the beginning of my Lent. Um, and I had to reassess throughout. And, and I guess that's the nice thing about God's mercy. <laughs> he meets us where we're at. And I definitely felt like I needed to do that throughout um, these five weeks now. It's been five weeks of Lent. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's been really good it's been it, it has been um a beautiful journey and I guess the way I, I I see it and I can make a parallel or analogy with this this year's Lent is 
we are also currently going through a lot of renovations in our house. It's an old farmhouse, as many people know. <laughs> and it's been messy. <laughs> it's been messy. It's been difficult, but it's also been a joy to be able to to work on this and see the progress. And it has been easy in the sense of um, seeing and only focusing on the mess. <laughs> yeah. And it's only when I'm reminded by by reading scripture or praying or even just kind reminders from my husband to endure this messiness mm. to, yeah, I guess that, that mirror of my life and my faith as well. You know, um, there's a time and there's a season for everything. And that's kind of how I feel with, with Lent right now in the sense of it hasn't been perfect. I've, it, there's been hiccups in the things that I've, tried or attempted and had to kind of just clean it up and and try again and mm-hmm. and find grace in that instead of being focused on the on the perfection aspect of things oh my god um, yeah. <laughs> and just using that messiness to to clean up and restart and that's how this house has been this renovation mode has been it's been okay okay this is done clean up restart mess and and I guess that's a way that I I see my my life is it's never gonna be perfect and I'm always gonna have to strive to clean something up mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so yeah I yeah, guess that's- I can so relate to that wow <laughs> and it's so easy you know I think that comes from the athlete aspect of things of, of wanting everything to be perfect and right away and getting results, you know, like all these things that have seemed to be easier for me in an athlete's life. And then trying to figure that out as a wife and as a mother and as a new house owner. (laughs) So yeah, it's definitely been, difficult but also a joy at the same time because now we look back at at the small progresses of our home and see the beauty and I think this is how I feel at the end of this Lent as well of like being able to take time and really just rest with God and see what he's done Mm -hmm. without me even noticing (laughs) yeah he's definitely always working yeah, and I think that's so important to do for all of us, you know, to really take that time and see, like, okay, God, what have you been doing in my life? And what have I been missing? Because it is easy to just see the mess or the things that aren't done yet or haven't been accomplished. Mm-hmm. But there is so much good that that often we miss out on, that I have mm-hmm. missed out on. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of how it's been so far (laughs) disorder what did you what is that song you said last year Uh, order disorder reorder yeah something like that i'll have to like that song (laughs) yeah there's a song that, that talks about that and uh yeah i think that's a huge part of um what i've what he's been kind of coaching me through in the past 
few years slowly and very gently like like he is Mm -hmm. is that perseverance through my perceived idea of failure Um, and I was just speaking about this with a a fellow mother Um, she has three kids and she was talking about the idea of perfection as well Mm -hmm. and it's just so wonderful like to praise God and see his his workings in our lives uh it's so evident as a mother um in the way that before I became a mom I had the opportunity to choose everything that I did Mm. um from who I was with uh like friends with uh what music I listened to the freedom of choice to do what you wanted was really there. Like your workplace, you could choose where you wanted to work. Um, you could choose the sports that you did. Everything, all the activities that that you're involved in, I chose the things I was good at. And so uh, going into motherhood was something that I needed to teach me persevering through failures because everything that I chose was easy it was easy I didn't have any trials in my life prior to becoming a mom and you've heard me if you've listened to our podcast in the past you've heard me say this over and over again that I wouldn't have learned um, the lessons that I have without my kids um, coming into the picture and so I just like you said to be grateful it's not my doing it's it's absolutely all god um who kept pulling at my heart to come back to to home like because i wasn't there at the beginning of my motherhood journey so i saw both sides of how it could be and um honestly like people say how do you people ask me often how do you do life with four kids (laughs) and and my answer now is is simply prayer <laughs> honestly prayer and graces mm. and that's really what it is that is the the if you're looking for a magical pill to fix your life it is prayer <laughs> it's prayer for all the issues that you have in your life just pray yeah like i i you'll you'll be a testament to that too like that's prayer so- is really the answer to all of our problems like everything earthly i i swear to you it will change <laughs> because i'm i see it in my own life yeah. that uh once i opened my heart to god and um and started talking to him man it was so it's been such a beautiful journey for me since yeah. since that moment and it, yeah, like all all glory to God because He's the one who is working in our hearts, mm-hmm. and it's just like we had spoken yesterday in our lectio. Um, it's just a matter of us believing. Yeah, that's the key. Faith. Yeah, believing and and I guess when you talk about it's the answer to everything it's often not the answer to what we expect at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yes, and, totally. And me and Orlando, my husband, we were talking about that yesterday because of of certain things that we're going through in life, and and that was our prayer and our and our hope, you know, in the sense of, you know, God, this is what we've been praying for. This is our our will, but ultimately we want to fulfill yours. And we don't we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow or in a year, and so He knows best, and we know that. And as hard as it is to let go of our own plans, our own dreams, I know that he has something better for us in the end. And, yeah. and I, I told him, I have this image. I don't know where I saw this. And I don't know if you've seen this before, but it was a child holding like a teddy bear. And Jesus was asking him for that teddy bear. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like parallel to our dreams or what we want as our plan. Uh-huh. But all this time, he had a big teddy bear, a bigger one behind his back. Oh, and, that's so cute. And so, but he was asking us to, you know, to hand this and he, he does have something better for us. And, right. we, and, and that's God's timing as well, right? We can't expect again within our plan and our timeline, because that's not how God works. Yeah. And that's a bit of like how we, what we talked about yesterday, like, does God challenge us? And of course he does in a sense, because mm-hmm. he did that with Abraham and his son. Right. And so many other examples. So, it, and it's not for us. He doesn't want us to fail. He, he's challenging us in our faith and, and stretching us in our faith and our, and what we believe in our hopes. So, and our charity, it all, it all comes together. Right. Yeah. I, I, um, it's like the, the loaves and the fish, you know, like the little boy brought, brought him what he had (laughs) and he just multiplied it like to feed thousands. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he's good to work with, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just that surrender that he wants from us or yes, our fiat like our lady did. Yeah. It's definitely not easy. Like in my own life, I was done having kids at two. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I kept saying, like we're done, we're done, we're done. But obviously, God knew the growth that I needed. You know. Yeah. Imagine if I had just listened to my own <laughs> wishes, yeah. I wouldn't have two of my little sweethearts. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just so blind, and He just takes the mud out of our eyeballs and it's just so amazing what he can bring into our lives and things that we think are are impossible (laughs) like thinking of other people's stories let's say like that's that's crazy Mm -hmm. that's not gonna happen like or don't do that that's dumb or you know like things that are that we on earth think you're gonna get burnt or that's not going to work or if it is so we have such a small brain (laughs) yeah we really do (laughs) we don't have the capacity to to even imagine all the things that god can do and i i kind of laugh at myself about that like and that's how i felt during this lent and recently with my baby brain it's just like oh lord i'm such a little dodo like honestly (laughs) praying to saint today is because of of her little way and I and that's my prayer is like okay these little things God 
open my eyes to see what you want me to see, but I have no capacity to do so on my own. Right. Yeah, it has to be, it has to be through him. And um, that's something else that came up in our Lectio was that um, we yes, need let's to... talk a little bit about that, about our Lectio Divina, our women's group we have every month. Yeah, sure. So last yeah. Friday of every month, uh, we have our Lectio Divina. And Arisa, you can introduce the reading we did. Yeah, so I went with, well, Holy Spirit led, obviously, because I, I prayed about it. And this is where it led me for a reading from John eleven thirty eight to 44. And it's about Jesus raising Lazarus to life. And well, I thought it would be appropriate during this Lent time and having it as a reading already in our mass. But um, yeah, I guess like a bit what I shared yesterday with the women's group is I felt like I had already always had that parallel with the death of Lazarus with uh, or the resurrection and the resurrection of Christ and I believe that's a lot of the reasoning why we um, we do do that reading during the Lenten season in our celebrations mm-hmm. um, but yeah I guess what came out of that for me if, if do you want me to jump into that right away yeah, yeah <laughs> okay yeah. I'll, I'll read a bit of the passage and go through what the Holy Spirit was telling me this time because I have read this many times and never had I seen it in this lens. Mm-hmm. And so... Which makes scripture so beautiful. Yes, absolutely. You get, you get different <laughs> things in different seasons of your life. Yes. From the same words and stories. Yeah. Yeah. God is, is good. He's <laughs> smart. So, yeah, like I said, it was from John eleven thirty eight to 44. So I'll kind of go like sentence by sentence and explain to you and whoever's listening about what came about in my heart at this. Um, yeah, or else it gets kind of, I think I'll get lost in it. <laughs> I don't do that. Sounds good. So here we go. Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. So as I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, the cave is is my heart. And the cave that he was talking about is my heart, because I am born in sin. Um, And it's only through the sacrament that I receive light. And so the sacrament of baptism so mm-hmm. in my head, I was like, this cave is dark. I don't want to have a dark heart. <laughs> but naturally, because of our fallen state, it is. And that's how I perceived it. And when he talks about a stone lay upon it, it was my sin. And that, that's what was blocking the light, I guess, from coming in. Into the cave, into my heart. As you continue with... This passage, it goes, Jesus said, take away the stone. And that's how I see the sacraments of baptism and reconciliation. And mm-hmm. also the, the sacrament of the Eucharist and being able to receive Christ. He's, he says, or we say before receiving him um, in the Mass, um, 
only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And I guess that's what I imagine him telling me in that moment is, okay, take away that sin, take away that stone. Yeah, you're forgiven. Yes. The -hmm. same thing with the sacrament of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Martha continues and says, "Um, there will be... (laughs) There will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. So she was, she believed and had already called him there, but was still doubting. And that's a bit how I feel during those times. It's like, okay, Lord, I'm here, I'm present in this mass, or I'm present and I want to confess my sins. But are you really here? Yeah, am I really worthy? And no, I'm not worthy. And But he is still present and he still wills me to be there. Mm-hmm. And so he, Jesus continues by saying, did I not tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? And that's his reassurance in my own heart during those moments. Mm-hmm. And it continues. So they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And then I think about all the witnesses of angels and saints that tradition explains that is present in the mass. And they are there as well to lift, to lift us and to encourage us <laughs> in, ah. in this sacrament. Mm-hmm. And when Jesus lifted up his eyes and, and thanked God, I like what a witness of that he is in prayer as well. He is man and God, yet he, he shows us what thanksgiving is and how we should pray and begin like that as well and i thought well eucharist means thanksgiving correct me if i'm wrong i that's what i remember and that's what came to mind i could be very wrong (laughs) Um, i think you're right actually okay and so yeah i just thought how beautiful that was that line and a reminder that yeah, Christ just always shows us how to pray and to be to begin it with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Not just demands and requests of our own plans. Yeah. Um, and so the passage continues. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this on account of the people standing, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he said this, he cried out a loud voice. Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with bandages, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. And and I picture myself in the place of Lazarus, of, you know, Christ calling me out of of my sin and having these bound, like being bound by those sins with these wounds and these bandages, but him asking, you know, the help of to unbind and to let him go. And that's the same thing with their community and the saints and and all these things where I see them others helping me to really yeah. and to and to persevere. And especially now with my vocation of marriage of my husband my husband being that for me as well. Yeah. And of course, a lovely community in St. Pierre. And so, yeah, that's that's something that was going through (laughs) my my mind and my soul last night. I love how you broke that down um, 
with each sentence. <laughs> I there's so much yesterday. <laughs> there's so much in each sentence that can be oh, so um, like used that. in a in a huge picture. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot like just the unbind him and let him go. Like oh, yeah. just that was so powerful that you brought that into your own journey and everybody else like yeah it does take a community Mm -hmm. so who are you surrounding yourself with yeah that's gonna help lift you up and unbind you yeah which is like so integral like for your own journey your own health your own uh uh, like every part of health spiritual emotional mental well-being ultimately to be a a better reflection of his resurrection and glory that's mm-hmm. yeah I guess how i felt was like lord free me from the sin you know free me from these wounds so i can so i can truly be a better reflection of your glory because that it then that's how i saw his resurrection being a part of the story was yeah the believing that he can do that for us and that he wants that for us mm-hmm seeing both sides of uh of the story like not quite believing and then choosing to fully surrender it's it's pretty amazing to see how it's flourished and the fruits of his love for for me and I just wish that everybody would would buy into him. <laughs> I really do. It's um, it's so beautiful, and it's kind of strange. Like at first, if you're not if you're not a believer, it's really strange. It's a strange concept, and there's a lot of um, barriers that you can put up to avoid it like Mm -hmm. it's just there's so many things you can put up like for instance a word that that kind of has been coming up a little bit is hypocrisy and I think that's that's a big one that is is hard to explain um because as Christians we are called to be imitations of Christ Mm -hmm. and so when we don't live that out no wonder people second guess us yeah yeah so yeah it's just um and it takes courage you know like and and part of it is is the lack of knowledge and i was listening to the a beautiful uh rosary meditation podcast i've been listening to it for a couple years now and they have they had a special guest on this morning. His name is Father Josh Johnson. And he was reflecting, pardon? He's great. So good. So good. Um, His voice is like so cool. I (laughs) I like listening to him. So he was reflecting on the luminous mysteries and um, he was just offering ideas on on how to put that into your life 
And as Christians, as I was saying, we're called to imitate Christ. And so when you look, when you read the Bible and you, you look at all the stories that the Bible tells us about Jesus's stories, he, Father Josh was saying that he would always go away to pray, to talk to his father and to fast. Mm-hmm. And, and then he offered suggestions on like how to do that. And, and so it was just really awesome to have that practical part of it. Yes. Like to, to decrease the things that aren't serving. If it's not serving him, it's not serving us. Mm-hmm. And so bringing it back to less of me, more of Jesus, he was suggesting to decrease the things that aren't serving him. And he knows us best. He, he, like, he wants the best for us. He really does. Yeah. Yeah. And so if we decrease those things that aren't serving him, it will serve us in, in turn and replace that time that we waste with time with him and prayer. And that's how we'll change the world. Absolutely. Because then we'll be mini Jesuses. <laughs> mini Jesus. Like we'll be not like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like not in a no, blasphemous way, like I'm going to be Jesus, but no, yeah. just to imitate him to in our own ways, to be Christ like. There you go. <laughs> I just like the image of being mini. <laughs> I don't feel mini right now. <laughs> I, I want to be mini too. <laughs> yeah but fasting is hard like it's it's not easy yeah one of my struggles with with my mom actually because she was saying the same thing you know she she asked me a question about something like what would you do in this situation I said well scripture says pray and fast and she's like oh I'm so bad at fasting (laughs) (laughs) but I said, you know what? I feel that way right now too during my pregnancy, like the the eating aspect of fasting. And I said, but you know, God, you know, as <laughs> God is so merciful and good, and it's our intention, right? So I said, maybe like, okay, you're not good at fasting for twelve hours. Let's say, what if you just fast for a couple hours and have intentional prayer during that time? Like. Mm-hmm he never says that that's a bad thing or that it's not good enough because maybe in that moment, that's all we can do. And yeah. And I guess with the pregnancy, the same thing, you know, like I can't necessarily do that in in order to have the proper energy to do the rest of the things that I ought to do Mm -hmm. during the day. So it's exactly that, right? God meets us where we're at, but it's what our intentions are during that moment. And what are we doing with that? Are we just doing it to do it, to check it off our list? Or are we bringing this moment like like we've talked about in, in prayer and maybe praying for someone else, right? That's, was that, I think that was a conversation we had this morning. Prior yeah, to yeah. Before we hopped on, that's, um, that was something that came to my heart, like as a strategy to implement it. Because like, instead of just saying, going into Lent and say, I'm going to fast for 40 days. Uh Like every good plan needs specifics. 
So instead of having that general idea, every day just um, come up with with that determination uh, and that plan moment to moment that you're going to fast for this cause. Mm -hmm. And that's your day. And I think that would be more successful for me. And this just came up as a light bulb today. So I'm going to have to try it again another time. (laughs) Maybe that can be my my thing this week is Mm -hmm. to take it moment by moment and um, or day by day even to fast for somebody else. And I think maybe that will be more, I'll be more successful that way instead of it being about me. Right. Yeah. And that touches with the charm charitable aspect of things right yeah it's full it's it's the full picture and And he doesn't (laughs) he doesn't give it to us all at once because then our minds would blow up (laughs) our mini versions of ourselves (laughs) (laughs) he he gives us information slowly and gently yes it's a good thing it is a good thing it is good oh jesus oh jesus such a good good guy good father yes i also yeah in before we end with a prayer i just want to encourage everyone to go read john eleven thirty eight to 44 and and just see ask the lord what he might be speaking to you in that time mm-hmm. know that we are praying for all of you during this time this last week holy week of lent yeah palm sunday today and i my mass has always been my favorite mass has always been holy thursday oh and that's actually what that's what i held on to for many years it was like it was something really special for me i remember uh the washing of the feet Mm. like that was a visual that i really enjoyed seeing yeah so. He truly shows us how to act and how to imitate his way. It's just implementing it, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Easier right. said than done. Yes, but let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to to share about your glory and your resurrection. Please take away the stones of our life and shine your light upon the cave of our hearts. Let the spring flourish in the darkest parts of our soul and transform this season into a fruitful garden. Amen. Oh, embrace the sweat, everyone. Last week of Holy Week, let's do this. Amen. (laughs) thank you so much for listening we feel so grateful to have your support we have been working to provide this community with various events including our favorite women's nights if you are interested in joining us please reach out to see when our next event is happening and if you feel called to support our mission visit our website store at www.sweatysaints.ca.
Thanks again. God bless.